Yo, this dude just made over $50,000 selling music. I've been doing this for a long time and I can say I've never done that in seven days, period. Like, so like I said, as, as, a, as a big brother, as a fan, as, as someone who's worked with you over the years, you definitely opened my eyes to like, all right, you, you got to take this shit serious. Cause like, I'm, I'm out here teaching artists how to make sustainable careers. And you just shown me a way that I didn't even know was like really, really possible. Obviously, TK, you 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 were one of the first people to school me to like the music web three space. And I'm, I'll never get you like, yo, when you figure this shit out, it's a wrap. But you have figured it out like you have you've cracked the code. So. Tell me, tell me, bro, like, how does it feel? Man, it feels it feels incredible. Like just kind of like what I was saying, um, you know, this is the very beginning of anything like this to exist in the music industry and when i first got into it i was definitely like all right let's see what this where this goes but i, I definitely saw the vision for what was possible and you know there have been artists that have been kind of laying the building blocks for accomplishing something like this but you know i worked really hard over the course of a few months with my team just to build out you know the music the project the aesthetic the visuals the storytelling all the above you know we ended up selling 700 music nfts in seven days you know 38.26 eth which at the time was like fifty thousand dollars essentially you know um and because cryptocurrency is a fluctuate fluctuating currency like that could go up could go down but you know more than likely like right now we're in a bear market which kind of makes it even more crazy it's like we're at a time where people are least likely to spend money on assets like this and even with like the whole crypto crash with FTX and everything, you know, we really just like powered through that. So it's it's crazy that we were able to accomplish it. But um, yeah, nah, it's, I'm just like I was saying before, I'm just grateful that um, you know, more artists just like wor worldwide will be able to see what's possible with their own art and their own their own music that they're creating, as opposed to like having to find other means to sustain themselves you know, using their music as like a, you know, as a marketing tool essentially to create revenue. Like, no, you can actually directly monetize the music that you make as an artist. So it's a big deal, bro, for sure. It is a big my deal. First, um, my first billboard mention, billboard article, which was dope. Um, like the, the platform that I dropped on sound, I was like number 52 all time on the platform now i'm like top 15 i'm like i was number one on seven day charts number one on 30 day charts and then number three all-time primary sales so it's been lit man honestly I'm, yeah i got a clap for you that's uh so you you you're actually the first nft i've ever purchased so i am a proud owner you got one of course bro hey, this I, is, I told you, this is so I, crazy okay first of all how do I not support you? That's impossible. Well, I need this video so I could post this to to the uh, to Twitter. But it's crazy, bro. Like I, you know, I keep finding out that my friends that are not like all the way directly like in Web three like have purchased Eternal Garden NFTs. And I know, obviously, we have a relationship. But for some other people, I know it was just like me mentioning things here and there across different social media platforms. I use Lalo as like an RSVP tool just to kind of keep people up to date on the project. And it's like, 
I keep finding out that more and more people that I just didn't know got one, like have one, you know? Yeah. So uh, that's, that's super exciting, bro. That's great to know. That's great. In, to know. In, my, in my, I got MetaMask. You, you done got me signing up for all this crazy stuff. I got a MetaMask. Cool. I got this. <laughs> I got a authenticating. But it was, you know, I, I say difficult. It's not, it's just new. But yeah. once it was set up and I could see the music and press play, I was like, dope, like, yo, I, I own a piece of history and I get to support the homie. Anytime you can do those two things, you have to do it. And then obviously I'm still new to it. So now when I go on the site, I'm seeing like secondary market and all that. Like, I don't even want to jump the gun. So that's because we having a friend convo, like the, the tone of this podcast is, conversations and then I just share it with the world so people can learn from the combos I already have. Yeah. But I feel like I'm not doing justice of what you've done because we just kind of jumped into it. Right. So I'll, I'll, I'll lay the framework so you don't have to repeat yourself. Uh, you one of the musicians that's ahead of the game in Web3 space. I saw you posting about uh, releasing music as an NFT. Um, you were selling it as ETH through a platform. You, you challenge yourself with selling 700 copies which in any world for an independent artist is a lot getting 700 people to do anything for free is hard for money is harder for money that has to be exchanged via a wallet for the first time for many people is damn near impossible so you did the impossible um which is 50 something thousand dollars and growing whatever it is in in eth now in your account so as an artist who's doing what one day someone's going to listen to this podcast and be like, that's it because it's so standard, but you're the first person I know to do this, you, you know, kudos to you, congrats. Um, but let's take a step back into what's your introduction, TK, as an artist, songwriter, producer, dope it, by the way, already into the Web3 space? Yeah, so um, I guess, are you saying like just, as an artist in general or, or Web3 specifically? I, 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 well, I guess Web3 specifically, but how did you as an artist say like, oh, I think there's a future for me in this Got space? You. Yeah, so I, um, you know, without going too deep into my entire story, like I've been an independent artist my entire life. Like, you know, I was in a band for seven years, just like touring the country, um, you know, performing at everything from nursing homes, churches to theaters live nation ticketed concerts uh even arenas and stadiums right and um you know i moved to la to work with you know major label artists writers producers and um i you know figured out really quickly that artists and you know creatives in general are oftentimes the last people to get paid and they're paid the least and so um you know, I focus more so just on my own independent artistry, like my own music and like producing for independent artists as well. And I feel like I, I was fairly successful. I was breaking through. Um, but A, I still wasn't making any money because streaming doesn't pay anything. And um, I, I still didn't feel like I was really cutting through the noise the way that I wanted to because of the algorithmic nature of social media and distribution platforms that we have today. So the pandemic happened and I was on tour in Australia and I was actually like gearing up to tour with the free nationals and um that the pandemic stopped everything pretty much and I was like okay well I got to figure out what I want to do and all of my friends just kind of super just dove into working on music and I was like well that's all I do so I want to like you know take some time away so I um I discovered crypto investing and 
I bought Dogecoin for like half a penny. And um, that started going crazy. So I'm watching the numbers go up and I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Like I'm making money. Da, da, da. You know what I'm saying? And um, pretty much because of that, I started to meet other people within the crypto space um, in real life too, you know? And then uh, that kind of led to meeting people within the NFT space. And I was like, okay, I hate NFTs because they're all like PFPs and JPEGs. But then um, I was thinking like, yo, it'd be dope to make music NFTs. And one of my friends who I met in the crypto world, I didn't know he was actually a music NFT artist. And then one day he just posts on Twitter like, yeah, I just sold four of my songs on catalog for $235,000, you know? And I was like, oh, well, that's definitely what I want to do, you know? Um, so I basically jumped right into it. It's funny that I say that because at the top of, of, the, of the bull market, you know, essentially me selling out what I did would have equated to around, you know, $200,000. So it's like, it's kind of dope that I was able to follow in those footsteps a little bit with this project, but, um, but yeah, I really just immersed myself within the Web3 community. I was building Afro Zero, which is a platform for Black and Indigenous people of color in the space. And uh, yeah, I just locked in. And the more I spent time talking to people and learning what was being built, the more I became a believer in a future where artists have creative and financial freedom and, uh, you know, more so the freedom to move at their own pace, right? Because if you look at the world of Web2 and the distribution platforms that we have right now between social media, DSPs, everything is very in a box. Like, it doesn't matter what your personal goals are as an artist. Um, you essentially have to use the same means to get to your goal. But that's like, you know, having a doctor and a lawyer and telling them both to go to electrician school, <laughs> you know what I mean? To accomplish, if that even makes sense, to accomplish like those individual things. And that's just not, it's just not sustainable really for, for everybody. Not everybody wants to be Drake, you know what I mean? But um, if I have a dedicated fan base that, you know, would be would give me the opportunity to make a sustainable and livable income why is it that i have to get millions of millions of streams just to just to be able to make that i can't accomplish that if i have you know a fan base of maybe five ten thousand people right but web3 unlocks that because you create more um opportunities for those fans to become a patron and support you in a way that isn't just uh you know microtransactional if that makes sense so yeah man i just you know got all the way locked in and really started to see how it was changing the lives of artists and um i i was drunk off the kool-aid ever since are you you got me damn drunk just watching you because i'm sitting here like this dude every day is like yeah we had 650 we had 670 then you're like yeah we hit it 700 i'm like I'm doing the math. I'm looking at the ETH calculators. I'm like, yo, this dude just made over $50,000 selling music. I've been doing this for a long time. And I can say I've never done that in seven days, period. Like, so like I said, as, as, a, as a big brother, as a fan, as, as someone who's worked with you over the years, you definitely opened my eyes to like, all right, you, you got to take this shit serious. Cause like, I'm, I'm out here teaching artists how to make sustainable careers. And you just shown me a way that I didn't even know it was like really, really possible. So let's speak to your fan base, right? Like you got 700 people to, to, to go through the process. 
how many people do you think you could have gotten to buy a $50 vinyl from you five years ago or three years ago, or, you know, even two years ago? Well, there's a couple things to that. The first thing is that it's not 700 individual people that, that purchased this collection. We raised this, you know, 38 ETH on, I think now 290, 294 collectors. So, you know, it's a seven song project, right? So there were a lot of people that wanted to get every song. So there are some people that bought 10 NFTs, right? Um, and so that, I think, it shows how incredible the power of Web3 is because you don't have to have 10,000, 50,000 fans, you know what I mean, to get it and get a dollar from all of them. All you need is a small, really um, committed fan base or collector base to really support you, which is crazy to think about, right? That's, that's the first and foremost. But then um, in terms of like, you know, five years ago, if I would have been able to sell them a vital or anything like that, like, I don't think so. And probably the number one reason for that is there was no way for fans to gain ownership in the artists that they support or the music that they like to listen to, right? There's so much incentive that you can get from um, owning an NFT in the short term and in the long term. People aren't selling, like, I guess vinyls, yeah, sure, but, you know, CDs and other things, like, people aren't selling those as... Um, collectibles at this point right they're not quite the same as like baseball cards or um i don't know other valuable assets i guess but and on top of all of that we listen to music digitally now and there hasn't been a way for us to own anything when you are as a fan are listening to music on spotify you're essentially renting the music you know what i mean you have no ownership. Everyone's dropping their uh, Spotify wrapped in there. Oh, these are the artists that I listen to the most. And it's like, yeah, you paid to listen to these artists and you supported them in a way, but they really didn't get paid at all. And you have no way of monetizing the fact that you've been a huge supporter for them. So I think that's the reason why um, it's easier to sell, you know, cause these things aren't cheap either. You know, like 0 0.05, that was like $60 per NFT. When it got to public mint, that was like $90 per NFT, right? But it's easier to sell that when you can say, hey, one, you, you know, you could probably resell this immediately and make a profit. Two, you could hold on to this, you know, long term and make a profit when I become one of the biggest artists in the world, or not even that much, just like become bigger than what I am right now, you know? Um, three, there's utility and incentive that I'm providing to you as a fan, as, as a collector over the course of a certain amount of time. So you might get access to certain shows or experiences or merch or, you know, whatever it is that I want to offer you. And so I think that's like the huge difference is that the blockchain as a ledger offers like verifiable proof that you're an early supporter in an artist's career. And there are rewards and incentives that you can get from being a fan. And we've, never seen that you know that's like probably the most underrated part because because of the fact that artists have been so undervalued and underpaid that's the main narrative point right now right is that artists are making money but when we start talking about how fans are making money too and how fans are actually reaping the benefits of this entire world then that's when we really like explode and we'll see people that are building their entire careers just off of Good taste.
you know, and having an ear and investing in Jack Harlow before he becomes Jack Harlow. So um, it's lit, bro. <laughs> it's lit. It's it is. I, I've it's been lit. working on our first uh, NFT drop now for like three months and seeing you execute yours flawlessly, put a battery in my back and let me know, like, I'm not crazy. And, and I'm excited. We'll, we'll talk offline on what that is because it's with Manny Wells for like something we did a while ago that was unreleased um that that's really impressive I we just didn't release it because I left but now that we have this thing like you've also shown us beyond that we're doing a tour and all this other cool stuff like you said there's there's so much utility that could be tied to this experience or this relationship with the artist so I didn't even know there was utility with what I have with you can you walk me through some of like what I'm getting I'm pulling up my my joint now First and foremost, there's like a, there's a few different things. There's so much like different utility that's getting rolled out over the course of the next year with this project. Um, my first one is that I really wanted to incentivize artists um, that wanted to come on and collect. So I partnered with a platform called Symphony and Symphony is a kind of an automated marketing tool where artists can, you know, um, essentially buy a click of a, put, a button, submit to playlists, run ads, and kind of manage, you know, their their online reach. And so what Symphony is doing is uh, two free months of Symphony Pro and then um, uh, a one-on-one -on -one consultation with their marketing team. If they've worked with, you know, SZA, Chance the Rapper, and they're offering, you know, a customized marketing plan for artists or you know anyone that runs a business first and foremost and then uh the second one that i would mention right now is lens protocol and lens is essentially a brand new social media protocol is the only way that i can call it the only thing i can call it so if you look at like social media today right you have your instagram followers and your twitter followers right but as soon as you want to make a tiktok account those followers don't don't follow you across platforms you have to start from brand new and build a brand new audience on tiktok what lens does is it allows you know startups founders to create apps social media apps that people can interact with with you through but as a creator um you get to take your followers from app to app so you'll take your followers from youtube to twitter to instagram to tiktok the, those versions of those social media platforms on lens and um you know you just get to rock out and, and keep everybody kind of cohesively following your journey and so lens is onboarding um everyone that's holding an eternal garden nft gets automatically onboarded to lens because it's still a um <clears throat> a closed beta i guess i would call it like you still have to be kind of invited to be on it so lens is another great one um one that we're working on right now is called decent protocol and what Decent does is they wrap your NFTs and allow collectors, give collectors the more opportunities to monetize their assets. So one example is NFT staking, right? You could take your NFT and you could stake it, which means like you're just putting it up there and you're letting it kind of accrue value. And you can earn tokens, like either like an Eternal Garden token or a TK token. And that will get you, as an, as an example, let's say you accrue 100 Eternal Garden tokens, you might be able to get discounted merch in the future or free merch in the future, right? Or VIP tickets to a show, you don't need to buy anything. Um, that's one way. There's so many different things that you can do with, with those tokens, though. But another thing is like renting 
So right now, if you ever want to become a part of an artist's journey or a part of their community, you've had to make a purchase. But with this, you know, one cool thing that you can do is let's say I'm throwing a virtual concert and you're on the outside, you don't have an Eternal Garden NFT and you want to see what the hype is about. You can actually rent an NFT from someone else for a limited amount of time, right? And then tap in, see what it is like, oh, this is actually incredible. And then maybe go buy one on secondary. That's from the outside looking in. If you're an actual holder, it's a great way to get a return on your original NFT investment without actually having to give up the asset. It's the same as like buying a car and then putting it on Turo, you know what I'm saying, or get around. And so we really haven't seen that in the in the Web3 space either. Um, and then the last thing, um, how could I forget just quickly? Staking, renting, treasury. The last thing is a treasury. So um, I'm, what I'm working on is essentially kicking back a percentage of secondary sales to go into an eternal garden treasury. And so everyone that's holding an eternal garden NFT periodically will be able to go into that treasury and withdraw their percentage of the total amount of that treasury based on the number of NFTs that you're holding. And so what that does is, and it's all three of those things incentivize you um, to hold onto the NFT, right? Like staking it, renting it, um, you know, withdrawing from the treasury. It incentivizes the people that are investing in me long-term and want to take advantage of all the experiences that I'm creating uh, with this project. So um, that's a big deal for me because there are so many different motivations that collectors have when they come into Web3. Some people are purchasing like I like I kind of said before, to um, you know, to flip short term, right? Quick returns. Some people are investing long term, and uh, some people just want to be a part of the experience that the artist is creating for them. And I'm a big proponent for real music fans joining Web three and investing in their favorite artists because those are the people that are going to um, allow the artist to be their creative self um in the in the biggest way possible and so um yeah that's uh that's kind of my my philosophy about things right now i think and i know we're talking about utility but those are like the first three uh first three aspects of utility that i would put out there but there's so much more that's coming like over the course of the next year so i'm excited about it i'm excited for you man i, I love the idea of the renting i'm holding on to mine and i plan on renting because that to me is like being a season ticket holder and uh, you're not going to all the games and you can list your season tickets, you know, on, on an exchange and, you know, give up your seats to the bigger games or to games, you know, you're not attending. Um, and as a company, you know, we have done that in the past or used to do that. Uh, and you don't really do it to make money. It's more just like as a NFT holder, I'm not going to go to every TK show. I'm not going to go to the show in LA if I'm in Atlanta, but if somebody wants to attend a show, it'd be dope if I knew I could make, 15 bucks, 10 bucks, and put somebody on to the TK experience. So sign me up when that comes through. Um, TK, I'm not going to hold too much of your time, bro. I know you at a writing camp. I appreciate you taking some time to do this with me. Um, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm in, in, in awe of, of your talent. I have been since we worked together all those many years ago. Um, I, I, you know, creatively, you're dope. As a human being, you're dope. And now as a Web3 musician, you're dope. So, like, leave some room for us as far as, like, <laughs> dope scale. Cause... For sure, no, I appreciate it. And I just, I just moved into this uh, this side area over here. 
All good. Um, yeah. I, so for the for those who are listening, you're, you're at a writing camp right now. So I also love that you put the music first still. The first thing you said about it when I talked to you before this and even now is you said it gave me a chance to focus on making really good music and good visuals. Mm-hmm. I think that's important, right? Like one of the things you said to me a while back was the NFT music scene is cool, but until like real musicians, artists, and people who are serious about the craft do it, it's going to lag because mm-hmm. it's all watered down or if it's all just for the dollar or just for the, the ETH, yeah, it ain't really going to hit. So I, I appreciate that your music is actually also good, which no surprise to me, but hopefully. So so how do you how do you balance that? I guess that brings my next question of like or last question of. I have an NFT for music for you that I've listened to. I loved it. Davina and I listened to it. We love it. Mm-hmm. But like it's not on Spotify. It's not on Apple, SoundCloud, YouTube. So how do you market it? How does somebody even know to to know? If that makes sense. Yeah. So it's it's funny because like a lot of the um I guess the noise and the and the press and the news around this project is on the web three side because that's the more revolutionary side of things. But Eternal Garden as a project itself, it ex- it extends through web two and web three. So I guess kind of going back, when I was the reason why I went into this project the way that I did was because. Earlier this year, I took all my music off of streaming services, right? And I started to have some success um, in Web3. And so that got me a lot of notoriety uh, with different managers and, you know, different people in the music industry. So I started to build my team, not only for Web3, but also for, you know, Web2 breaking into the mainstream because I still have aspirations to be one of the biggest artists in the world. And so um, in doing that, we were kind of ideating, like, how do we how do we tackle both worlds and, you know, not like lose our minds trying to do it at the same time. And so, and I, and also web two and web three have two different cadences, right? Like web two, you have to be really consistent, right? Web three, you have to be a little more intentional. So we decided like, okay, let's take this catalog of songs, right? Let's make some new music to go with it. And uh, we'll release music on streaming services every two or three weeks. And so that's what I did from like August to top of November, basically, I was releasing new music. And this is all music that's on Eternal Garden. And then this section that we're in now was the NFT project where I kind of packaged seven of the songs from that Web2 rollout and released it as an NFT project, right? Um, And then extending from like now until May, I still have more music that is under the Eternal Garden umbrella that's going to be released on DSP streaming services and then probably independently within Web3 as well. But the major thing is that, so I guess to answer the question first and foremost, you can hear a lot of this music already on streaming services, not all of it, but some of it. And then you will be able to hear it all eventually on streaming services between now and the next few months. But ultimately, when I look at Web3 and what I've been able to do with this project, it's still a funding uh, vehicle, a mechanism in order to... uh, you know, do the things that I want to accomplish in Web2. So like the funding goes towards music videos and PR and digital marketing and, you know, paying a team and all the things that are required necessary to kind of break through as an independent artist. And that's what makes Web3 valuable for the artist is that you really can become your own machine in a sense. So um, yeah, it works hand in hand. I think there are artists that have different uh, approaches. Like some artists don't care about 
popping off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're cool with offering, they're cool with being like more fine art artists, right? And offering their assets to collectors that want wants it because they truly just enjoy their artwork or will uh you know hopefully reinvest it. But um I'm sorry, um flip it for a return at some point. And so um yeah that's kind of my approach and that's how I got around to working on this project. But yeah, you definitely will still be able to tap into all this music, even if you're not an NFT holder. Gotcha. Okay. So I love it because that was my thing. It was like, dang, like how, how does he balance as an artist? You know, we obviously want to be heard by the world, but you also want to create this, this movement and you're doing yeah. both, which is fantastic. Like the fact that people are buying it, A, for support, B, to have a piece of history, um, and then see, like you said, some are going to see monetary benefit from it, whether they're flipping it, renting it, staking it, whatever they end up doing with it. Yeah. You got me seeing all the jargon now. Look at that. I'm, I'm Look at a, you, man. Come on now. A Web3 Pro. All the jargon is, is going to be so commonplace. Like, it's just so funny. Like, there's, you know, there's there's newspapers that said the Internet was just a fad, you know? Mm -hmm. So, like, it is what it is. I think there's still... There's still so much uh, work to be done in, in terms of making this these things digestible for the average user. And um, we're going to get there for sure. But um, I, I like where we're at right now and and we're still building. So just to even have someone like you knowing and working, you know, what I'm saying like adjacent to the space or in the space like very soon, it just means that we're in good hands and we're getting out to the right people. So, yeah, man, the future is bright. We we in there, bro. Yes, I'm gonna let you get back to the uh, writing camp. Enjoy Joshua Tree. I'm sure y'all about to cook up some heat. Uh, we still got some more music to make together, and then obviously, I I, I want you to be a, a super part of the 24/7 artist community. I'm gonna reconnect with you on on some courses and some classes for for artists to learn about Web three. Um, and then when we do activations, concerts, writing camps, I will definitely make sure to get you involved because I anything you've touched, I've been a part of has always been dope. 100% for sure. And I'm, first of all, congratulations with, with everything with, with 24 seven artists and like, even like, we really have the blueprint. I mean, it's hard to call it a blueprint because everyone's journey will be different. And who knows the tools that I'm using today to accomplish what I, what I did might be obsolete in the next few weeks, right? There might be so many better uh, ways to go about doing this, but, but yeah, there's, there's a definitely a nice framework for, um, or how to just kind of succeed in Web3 and, and use that to power your overall music career. So I, I'm more than happy to, to tap in, run a course, give a master class, whatever that looks like, and uh, help other artists as well. You're going to do all that. Thank you again, TK. I will, uh, I'll connect with you soon. Um, I look forward to hearing what you guys cook up today. And uh, I will figure out how to stake and, and flip and do all this stuff. Next time we connect, I'm gonna let you yeah, know. I'm, I'm gonna, so like a lot of that stuff isn't like fully rolled out yet. And so, you know, everyone's gonna be getting the updates on like, all right, this is how you do this, this is how you do that. So don't worry, it's, it's gonna be real easy for you. Thank you, brother. Yes, sir. All right, man. Appreciate you. Thank you for having me, man. All right, yo. All right, talk to you soon. Peace.